Five on five in five Tuesday, December 12th. Thanks for joining us. Kelly Fletcher, Stephen here with you once again. Lots of headlines to get to, but we're all just trying to thaw out and make it. It's bitter cold this morning. Below freezing. Feels like 20 in places. Don't like that. Only 20? (laughs) Only 20. I got some frost on my windshield this morning. This was like the first morning I live, you know, in the city. So I tend to be a little warmer, it feels like. But yeah, nope. I I had to sit there for a second, do the defrost, uh, play the game I used to play in high school where like, how much space can I see out of, which is not (laughs) something I should admit. But um, thankfully, my car is much fancier than my geo prism of the high school days. Yes, and you're now an adult, so congrats. Yeah, well, you know, some (laughs) days. Uh, But yes, 20s, cold. Uh, We are warming up, though, getting into the mid-40s, which will be really nice today, even getting very close to 50. Love that for us. Uh, But expect more of the same Overnight tonight again into the 20s again, but then another warm up tomorrow, uh, getting us into the 40s, maybe getting close to 50s again tomorrow. So those sunny skies in the afternoon are beautiful, but they allow for these cold nights. So just be prepared for that. Otherwise, kind of a not boring. Is that the right word? Boring? I'll, I'll yeah. take boring. boring I, mean, I think week, that's, that's what yeah. Adam Bernstein used in our editorial call Sunday afternoon. Great. Okay. So word, boring. So. Boring weather week. If yeah, Adam says it, then I'm down. It's a meteorological term now. There yeah, we go. That's right. So, and we'll take that. I've, I'm, I'm a little ashamed to admit I was unprepared for how cold it was because after doing the podcast yesterday and helping write uh, the weather forecast with Randy yesterday, I got so focused on, you know, the middle of the week's going right, to be great. The warm up. You know, for the warm up 40s, 50s, I completely overlooked the, the mornings will still be cold. <laughs> so I'm going to be more prepared tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's a lesson we all learn at least one time. That's right. Or over and over again. But we digress per usual. Okay, five on five in five, five stories on channel five in five minutes. Fletcher, story number one. Yes, it's a lesson I'll forget by July and have to relearn next November. Uh, Yes, our uh, first story this morning, some parental outrage in Northern Kentucky as parents packed a boardroom uh, or a board of education meeting, excuse me, last night after the district waited to notify parents of a potential school threat. Yeah, it's this one where they got real angry real quick, but you get it when something happens around your kids and then you don't learn about it until your kid comes home from school and don't get a text, email, something like that beforehand. You can understand um, parents getting upset here. So this is Beachwood Independent Schools and they said administration and Fort Mitchell police say they became aware last Monday of a student's post with an alleged vague and implied threat. Parents weren't notified until the following day. Police investigated. They said it was not credible. But in last night's meeting, the superintendent admitted that communication should have gone out sooner. Fort Mitchell police say they consulted with the Kenton County AG's office and decided not to file charges. So it is now a school matter as far as discipline. One mom said uh, she saw a picture on Snapchat from uh, one of her kids and whoever was responsible for this was holding a couple of guns and said, see you at school tomorrow or something along those lines. But as a parent, you know, my kids aren't. There ones at elementary school now. You want to know what's going on yeah. at school, especially if somebody's threatening in any way. Just at least inform us so we're not surprised by things. Right. And rumors can start with kids. So I think a lot of parents probably went, okay, let's sort this out. But then finding out that it was, in fact, investigated and there was something going on made parents not happy. And the one mom at the meeting said something along the lines of, you know, we've put blind trust into schools before and been failed. So it's a valid point. It's a valid concern. I appreciate the accountability from the superintendent saying, hey, we wanted to get that out there faster. I'll be curious to hear if they explain at all where the 
delay then came from, but it kind of sounded like they were done talking on the matter. Yep. And this might be a little inside baseball, but we see a lot of reaction to school threats, a lot of school threats, some that turn out to be a bigger investigation than others, but the all, almost every time this happens, the main theme is parents just want to be informed. You know, we get updated of, hey, my kid is texting me that they're on lockdown, but the school hasn't said anything. We get that a lot. Um, so it's just, it, you know, and even one of the parents in the meeting said, you don't have to T- display everything in your investigation. Just let us know this is going on, so we know it's being taken. So care we're of. aware yeah. of, yeah. and yeah. they can make an informed choice, right? Our second story this morning: city leaders, uh, city of Cincinnati leaders, are looking to enact new gun laws to help crack down on stolen firearms. Yeah, we'll keep this one pretty quick, just because uh, we could and likely will be touching on it more tomorrow. So city leaders are looking to enact a new gun law to crack down on stolen firearms specifically. This has been developing over the past couple of weeks. The proposed ordinances would put pressure on the gun owners to take a bigger role in preventing the thefts. So this year alone, 600 guns have been reported stolen, with the majority of them being found at crime scenes. So they want to keep stolen guns from being used in other crimes thus hoping to bring down the crime rate in general. Outgoing council member Liz Keating has presented new legislation that would make it mandatory to report any missing or stolen gun, and under this proposed bill, failure to do so could result in a fourth-degree misdemeanor and a $750 fine. So some pretty hefty prices along with this. The legislation would also require a reprocessing fee of $200 to return a firearm if the owner had it stolen and did not take steps to secure it. So... That will be discussed today. There could be votes in the rest of the week. We'll keep you updated here on WLWT. Moving to our third story, another story that uh, will be brief mostly because we talked a lot about the details of it yesterday. We got a little bit more information, um, and the story moved along a little bit uh, yesterday as well. The woman accused of shooting her six-month-old granddaughter made her first court appearance in Butler County yesterday morning. Yeah, our Karen Johnson was able to get her hands on the court documents, but right now Mia Harris is being held on a $1.5 million bond, and as of last check, that infant is in grave condition. Now, court documents say that she tried to shoot another family member in the head at close range, range and that's when she turned the gun on the infant and that was after she kicked down a door and she was firing bullets through that allegedly as well we were able to speak to uh, this baby girl's uh, maternal grandmother and family members say they just don't know why Harris started shooting other than that she was mad so something we'll keep an eye on but you just hope for the best for that child but um, as of right now in grave condition our fourth story this morning, recreational marijuana remains legal in, legal in Ohio, but local governments as well as lawmakers in Columbus continuing the discussion around what changes and delays might be implemented. Yes. So interesting part of this conversation that I don't know a ton of people have put a lot of thought into, but uh, enough people to call an attorney's office several times to find <laughs> out. So recreational marijuana is legal, but local governments as well as lawmakers at the state level are discussing the changes, the delays. So there's still a lot of questions about what is legal and what is not. So we did phone a local attorney to try to help sort this all out. He spoke with Danielle Dindak, one of our WLWT reporters, about some of the intricacies of issue two. For instance, landlords do have the power to decide if you can partake in your residence, but it has to be spelled out in your lease agreement. So there could be revisions to lease agreements coming out if you live in an apartment complex, if you have a landlord. 
this is a very interesting part of this conversation. Yeah. Most of them are non-smoking anyway. I think so most of them it, are non-smoking anyway. should all fall under that, but doubly, double check before you light up there. Double check before you do that because someone could call the landlord on you and you could face repercussions because of it. So if you are driving and substitute marijuana for alcohol to get most of your answers, it stays in your system for longer. So that's a huge conversation. Um, and then there was also a conversation about like being out on the Ohio River. Like, all right, people are boating. Are they allowed to do that out there? Then they're driving a boat potentially. Lots of conversations to be had there. So um, a big question that a lot of people are asking, your employer, uh, they have the right to say no. It is That is their business. They are a company. They are allowed to say that is not part of just the same way that you wouldn't be able to come to work drunk. You're right. not going just to Just because alcohol is legal doesn't mean you can right. show up or consume on the prim- most premises. Most premises. All right. And then we have this conversation, too, kind of amongst ourselves about, um, you know, the different ways that this could show up. For example, at our station, we have company cars. If somebody was to get into an accident and need to get drug or alcohol tested, which oftentimes is just protocol if you're driving a company vehicle, um, that then becomes a conversation. I don't know how common company vehicles are these days. We don't get to take them home. We ride them when we're in in the building. So it's not uh, not likely a circumstance to come up. But if someone to get in an accident, they may have to go get drug and alcohol testing. How does that factor into their overall employment? Make sure you are thinking about these things before you are taking part. Yes. And we will have all this outlined on our website later today at WLWT.com. Yes. And the house is back in session today and tomorrow. So we could see some uh, finalizations on things. And rounding out our morning today, the Reds have officially announced their biggest offensive free agent move so far. Former Nationals and Cubs third baseman Jaimer Candelario. Uh, last week it was reported he and the Reds had agreed to a three-year, three $45 million deal that also includes a fourth-year option in 2027. I know what you're thinking. Another infielder coming to the Reds. Uh, he will almost certainly take over one of the corner infield spots. Will be opposite Christian and Canarcio's strand. Who will play third? Who will play first? Uh, still remains to be seen a little bit. Uh, according to the uh, baseball statistics site Fangraphs, tremendous resource. Uh, it also says that Spencer Steer will move to the left field. They're basically projecting that for opening day um, to try and get as many of those guys into the lineup as possible. And of course, it also reopens the potential, the idea of a Jonathan India trade. Something Nick Crawl publicly seems very against so we'll see how that all plays out i know baseball ended a month and a half ago but just excited to think about 2024 well they're already announcing opening day parades and such so we're blinking it'll be uh march and time to do it all again all right that's five on five and five we'll see you tomorrow <laughs>